This is Deepa from DeepaBarrow.com, and you're listening to the Deep Beauty Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Deep Beauty Podcast. My name is Deepa Barrow, and I'm here to inspire you all to live a deeply beautiful life. I have my guest on today, and I've wanted to interview her for a while because I really love her message. This is Nahal Mera. She's an image and confidence coach, and she started a movement on Instagram with her body positivity message. She shares beauty and confidence tips. And I really, really love her message of helping you look and feel beautiful. How are you doing today, Nahal? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Deepa. This is so great. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you on. I feel like I've been watching your journey for a while, and I've just seen you grow and become so much more confident and really zone in on your message of body positivity. Um, And I think that's so important in, in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something that I've struggled with all my life. And, you know, this idea of looking a certain way. And if you don't fit that, if you don't fit the bill of, of uh, having that perfect size zero or size two body, um, it can have some really detrimental impact on you. And, you know, you end up just going down a downward spiral. And, I've, like I said, I've, I've always faced that all my, all my life and especially being South Asian, it was one of the hardest things to kind of break out of. Oh yeah. And for me, um, you know, why body positivity, um, is the biggest thing for me in my life. It's because it wasn't just how I looked, right. It's also about how I would carry myself in other areas of my life. And I think that's why it's so important to me. And I want to empower other people to kind of break out of that mentality it's because you end up, you know, this mentality that we have and mindset that we have about ourselves that we're not good enough physically, it starts to spill into other things, whether that is with career or, you know, in your love life or relationships and friendships, you start to really blame yourself for everything. And you start to really position yourself in your own mind that you're not good enough. Right. And that really starts to in a very harmful way, impact every single part of your life. And that leads to a really unhappy life. And, um, and I'm sure we'll get into this as, as we're talking about it. But, you know, I went through a couple of different, um, some serious things in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And it just really kind of brought me to a place where it's like, I, I, I can't continue living like this, you know, like, I have to bounce back and I have to become happier. Yeah. And this was um, a big part of how I perceived myself and how I perceived life. And I just, I just wanted to, you know, help other people because it's like, if I could be feeling this way, I'm sure there's so many other women and men too, actually, who feel the way that I'm feeling. I think especially in our South Asian community, sometimes it can be, it can be hard to just be yourself. You know, there's always Mm -hmm. that pressure, you know, of putting on like this perfect image of what everybody else thinks you should be especially, especially in our community. And I think that it's time to break away from that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think South Asian communities and just a lot of Eastern communities for that matter. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what's the right word, but I think we're all guilty of kind of playing that part of like keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very much about having everything from the outside looking perfect. Exactly. And, you know, having like this like shiny exterior when all of us are really suffering on the inside. But it's, it's very much about like, no, 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 you know, like keep things super hush and like, yeah. don't air out your dirty laundry and exactly. things like that. And I think there's a balance. Like I also agree that you shouldn't be airing out your dirty laundry, but I think 
um, vulnerability and airing out your dirty laundry, there, there's a difference there. And I think yeah. even, even vulnerability is not necessarily, um, you know, encouraged in our community. Yeah. So I, th- I think because of, because of those mindsets and because of those ideologies, we end up having a really, um, you know, just a very like surface level and, and shallow perspective about life. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. I think like, um, I think it's so important to share the struggles that you've gone through because how else are other people going to learn and how else are they mm-hmm. going to feel like they are good enough, which is what your message mm-hmm. is about. I mean, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, when we're told that, you know, you have to keep everything hush hush, you have to like make sure that you're not like telling people what you've gone through, what you've struggled through. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so toxic. It's so toxic yeah. because we internalize everything. Absolutely. And then you end up feeling like you can't just put yourself out there like that, you know? And so I think like for sure people like you that are putting yourselves out there, you're, you're not afraid to be vulnerable. I think it's so incredibly important. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what it is, is just, it's not even about like accepting other people going through things, right? Like I'm a big proponent and I say this all the time in my messaging and in any content that I create at the end of the day, the changes that you make to yourself are going to impact the world. So the first change that you really want to make is to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And when you've gone through something bad in life, and if you're, if you're struggling with something, you have to first accept that and then be able to move on and empower and help others. And accepting, right, is like, you have to be vulnerable. You have to say that there is a problem or there is a struggle and struggles are not necessarily bad they make you and shape you into the person that you're meant to be and when we start saying like oh no hide your struggles hide the things that you dealt with it starts indirectly telling your mind that this is a bad thing right because at the end of the day we hide what we're not proud of so when we start to say that we're not proud of our struggles we're not part of our proud of our story sorry then we're kind of not we're indirectly telling ourselves that we're not really proud of ourselves and that really starts to impact our confidence and our self-esteem and starts bringing us down. Oh, totally. So, and I think like everything is like super connected. That's why being vulnerable, accepting and all of these, you know, vulnerability and acceptance and all these things, they're so, so important. And if we can share our struggles and share our stories with the world, I think it will only empower others to accept their stories so they can become the best version of themselves and they can start empowering and, and helping others. And that's how we're going to change the world, right? Yes. We have so many complaints, you know, about all the bad things that are going on in the world. And it's like, well, where do we start? Like, what do we do? And all of this. And it's like, well, start with you. Start in your own homes. Start with your own spouses, your kids, yeah. your siblings. Like, start yeah. with them. Um and that's how you're going to change the world because it's a ripple effect at the end of the day, right? Like how you change, how you interact with other people, they start to, you know, interact with you differently. And then yeah. in turn, they start to interact with strangers differently. Yeah. And, and that's how, you know, this idea of positivity and changing the world snowballs into something bigger. And I think we are seeing a shift happening like that in the world. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm super happy about that and I'm 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 super happy to be like part of that kind of a movement. Is there something like was was there a moment for you where it just I don't you feel free to, you know, go into as much detail as you want to and if you don't want to, it's totally fine, but like was there mm-hmm. a specific moment for you where you realized that you needed to just sh- shut out all and drown out all the noise around you and 
and find your connection to yourself? Um, yeah, I think the, well, okay. So I guess like, let me backtrack a little bit. Right. So I, um, I had a pretty rough childhood, um, and I was bullied a lot. Right. So I had a, I had a pretty tough family life and then at school it was really, really tough as well. I was, I was bullied a whole lot. Um, I was always that girl who was kind of like stepped on and I was like the pushover and like, just made fun of all the time. And it really, really broke me down. And especially as a kid and especially as a preteen, right? Um, those are your developmental years. And if you're not being loved and taken care of and, um, you know, whatever you're being fed, you start to internalize and that's how your mind starts to develop. Yeah. So, um, that started happening at a very, very young age. And then when that happened, I don't know what it was inside of me, but it was like, there's no effing way I'm ever going to let anyone walk all over me. So um, I think I, I, um, naturally, this is, I'm not, you know, any, I wasn't spiritually awakened or anything at this point, but I I naturally just started building a super strong exterior and it was like Mm -hmm. a don't F with me attitude. Um, And I think naturally a lot of us end up resorting to that, right? Because we build up this like really hard shell that no one can get through and, and that that'll be it. Which can also not be very healthy too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't super healthy um, and because it was, it was, I was ashamed of myself. I had been, I've been told I should be ashamed of myself. Um, and I think just like, a, you know, it was, it was constantly like internal mental battles for me um, going through stuff like that. So I was super hard on the outside and I, I, it would, it would be like, I can take on anything, but inside I was really suffering. Um, and then when I was 21, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And I think like that really put me down uh, a negative path as well. I think like I just started, I already had started, you know, building a negative mindset. I think that would be the best way to, 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 um, describe it. Actually, the best way to describe it would be like, I started victimizing myself, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're going through something or when you're, you're being told and you're not, uh, that you're not good enough and you're not treated with a lot of love you, you start kind of like victimizing yourself. And I think that's where the hard shell comes from. Yeah. And when, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I think I really went down um, a terrible path, but I was still able to bounce back from it. But I think like the biggest um, pivotal point for me was um, in my mid twenties, um, nothing really big happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't something that, Oh, an event causes, but I fell into a, um, a major depression, like a depressive disorder. And I was, I was suicidal and it was just being in a place where I had never been in. I'm telling you where, when I say that, you know, life had been like rocky, um, I had never felt like this mentally and these physical manifestations that I was having. It just, it felt so different than me just being sad because I had been sad and I thought I had been depressed before, but this was so different. And, and I think in that moment I started realizing what, what mental illness is and this is this point in my life, I would say was my rock bottom Mm -hmm. when I had no desire for life. And when I had, um, you know, no, no motivation to keep going. And, and I've talked about this, um, you know, a little bit on, on my social media pages, but I'm a a very ambitious person. I had no ambition left in me at all. And when all of these thoughts and, you know, my behavior started changing, I knew that you know, something really was not okay because for a person who was still victimizing herself and all of this, 
there was still a lot of desire to grow and be successful and to, you know, to continue being ambitious. And when those desires were not there, I knew something had to be fixed. And um, as a way of healing and as, as a way of getting better, I knew that I had to take my life into my own hands and I had to change my own mind. So in, the, in those years and in, those, in, in that time frame, that's when I really, really kind of just turned inwards and I started working on myself from the inside out. Um, and, and, you know, that's when I also started building out my own brand because that was a way for me to heal myself, to share my story. Yeah. Because when we share with others and when we help others, we feel better. So, oh, totally. Um, that's, that's where everything kind of started. So it was a long, long answer, but, um, you know, it kind of all had to come together. No, I mean, thank you so much for being open and for sharing all that. Um, that's wow. I can't believe like you've gone through all that and look at where you are now. Were there any like things like specifically like any books that you read or did you talk to a therapist? Like just so like people that are listening, they kind of have a resource or know where exactly to go if they're, if they're going through the same thing right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the, the first piece of advice that I'm going to, I'm going to tell anyone if they're listening to this and, you know, they feel like they're going some, going through a mental illness or struggling with their mental health is you have to accept that there's something wrong and that you have to go out and get professional help. If you are at a position where you feel that you're, you're, you know, you're just going down a, a, a bad path yeah. because that's one of the, the things that I didn't do for myself. I, um, you know, I, I kept thinking that I've been here before it'll get better. It'll get better. But the thing was that I had never been here before, mm -hmm. you know, the, that sadness, that deep sadness turned into depression, that turned into clinical depression, that turned into a disorder. Um, it's because I prolonged my care and I prolonged me going and seeking that professional help because of the stigma associated with, you know, going out for therapy oh, in all okay, honesty. Yeah. Um, I, I did read a lot of books. Um, and, and, and that's the kind of person I am. Like when there's something wrong, I'm like, well, how do I, how do I fix this? Yeah. Right. So I did read a whole lot of books. Um, one of my bestest friends in the world, he's super spiritual. So I start. I turned to him a lot and started, um, you know, just kind of picking his brain about like what was going on with me and not that he was helping with me with my mental illness, but he would just like kind of guide me towards books and resources that he liked. Um, one of my favorite, favorite books that I read, and I've read it like four or five times now, was called The Untethered Soul. And it was my, by Michael oh, A. Singer. So good. That, oh my God, that's such a good book. Such a great book. And that was like my introduction to spirituality. And it just like really made sense for me. Um, I, I read that book. There's another book called Mind Over Matter. Um, it's, it, um, it leans on cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's CBD. CBT, sorry. Um, and that's um, a different a, kind of therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, a lot of people turn to that as well. Hey. If that's something that you want to do. Um, yeah. um, so it's CBT and, um, there's a lot of great exercises in there. I, like I said, I became super spiritual and it just, all my energy went inwards and I was like, this, this can't be right. Like all this stuff that's happening that's fine, but I really need to change. And if yeah. I continue letting life go the way it was going, like I said, you know, my, my life was just, it was dark. Like I, it would be a bright sunny day and I would wake up feeling dark. I would look outside my window and everything would just be like 
super, super eerie and dark. And it's a real thing, right? Like your mind is either your bestest enemy, um, bestest friend, sorry, or your worst enemy. So and true. it can really play tricks on you and it can really impact how you start viewing the world. Um, so yeah, um, um, you know, a whole lot of books. I journaled a lot. The biggest, biggest thing was I meditated. I am not mm. the person who I ever thought would meditate. Um, meditation saved my life. If, if you think that, you know, meditation's not for you because I was that girl, super hy- hyper, crazy energy, like just going everywhere all the time. Um, if I can meditate, you can meditate. Trust me. Yeah. Um, you can meditate. It is a, it is a tough practice, but it's a practice at the end of the day. And if you can devote time to it, you will, you will see the benefits. Oh, yeah. Um, start, totally. start by doing like five minutes a day. I did like five to 10 minutes, um, once or twice a day. Then I upped it to three times a day. Then I upped it to 20 minutes, three times a day. And the, oh, wow. the difference from that was, was amazing. You I, went I all think, in 20 minutes, three times a day. I mean, I thought my 10 minutes every morning. Was <laughs> I mean, I do only 10 minutes now, but you have to understand Deepa when I say that life was really dark. Yeah. I was desperate, you know, and I am obsessive in that way where it's like, I know if something needs to be fixed, I go big or go home. Like mm-hmm. that's always been my, my personality. And in this, in this scenario, right? Like I'm telling you that I'm not ambitious. There's no desire for life. Like it is, it is a tough, tough place that I was in, but I knew a part of me, a small little voice in me also said that that's not you. That's not who you are. Yeah. You, you know, you want to live a super colorful life. You want to become something in life. You want to have a family one day. You want to do all of these things. How can you now be saying that you don't want any of that? Yeah. Um, so I think that tiny, tiny voice that I, that was there, um, it was so strong or, or I made it strong, right? Like fake it till you make it mentality. I made it so strong that I was like, I will do everything and anything in my power, whatever I can in yeah. this state, I will keep pushing through until I can, um, you know, get out of this. So and it took me a while. Yeah. Like don't give up me, like, no matter what, don't give up. Yeah. And you know, there, there are some, some hard times where, you know, I used to live in New York city at that time when I was going through like the, the depths of my depression and I've shared this, you know, uh, um, in, in my story and I've, I've publicly spoken about it before, but I used to take the four or five train. And if you're in New York, you know, that train, cause it, um, I would take it from grand central station where I would be going into work. And every single day I would stand in, a, in front of that train while waiting for it and be like, I should jump in front of that train oh, every geez. single morning. Wow. That's what I would think about. Wow. That would, that was what was in the forefront of my mind. That was my priority. That is deep. Depression. How do I, how do I end my pain? How yeah. do I end what I'm feeling? Yeah. And the only answer I had was, you know, was, was death. But again, like I said, you just have to keep pushing through. It is, it is hard. It is dark. You feel like you're never going to get better, but I promise you, if you have the willingness, even if it's like 0.0001% to, to get somewhere in life, you have to, whether that is like beating a mental illness, whether that is like reaching for your goals or whatever, you know, career wise, 
you got to keep going because you will get there. I mean, it took me like three, four years to come out of that place. That's not, you know, it's not like, oh, she was sad. She, you know, she went on vacation and everything's good and whatever. She came back and now she's happy. It was a battle every single day for four years to living, you know, to be living in that pain. And there are still times when I go through and I have my episodes, but the, you know, moral of the story is, is be resilient and keep moving forward. So how did you take that then, like when you emerged from that depression and you found that connection to yourself, how did that translate to wanting to put this message of body positivity out there? Like what was the connection between the two? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, like I said, it's something that I had dealt with all my life, right? I think um, being bullied and, and not seeing myself in a beautiful light really impacted my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think it became part of my messaging because I, I, I think I just wanted to show people that you have to accept yourself as is. And mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think the idea of body positivity came from the idea of acceptance for me because mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things also was, and this is going to be, you know, a multifaceted answer here, but um, when I was going through um, my, my, my mental illness, um, the biggest part of that was I was still known as a girl who knew how to do great makeup and mm-hmm. I was dressing well and all of that, but I didn't have that glow on my face or I didn't think I had glow on my face. Like, I think I look a lot more beautiful now that I'm more happier. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I looked beautiful back then. And I, I just knew that I wanted to help people to change that. Right. Like it's like yeah. everything comes from within and also that, you know, because I had never been accepted for who I was and that acceptance came, comes from, from yourself. Yeah. And I wanted to really start putting this idea out there because I, you know, we come from the South Asian community. I think that in itself really, really impacted me. Mm-hmm. Um, not loving my body, not loving myself really, mm-hmm. and torturing myself, telling myself I'm not good enough. It, it really had a detrimental impact on on my mental health, mm-hmm. and which led me to a place where I, you know, where life just didn't seem okay enough to continue on with. Wow. Um. So I, I think it was, you know, I think it was a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. I, I for me, it was just. I want to help people and I, I need to bring some sort of change in here. And, and how do I connect with people? And, it, and to be all, it all, you know, in all honesty, sorry, it really just came from a place of not having like a full out strategy that I had in mind at all. Yeah. It was just about talking about my struggles and opening up and writing content that I wanted people to connect with and, you know, seeing content that I perhaps would want to see myself. There's something that resonated with you. Yeah. And I think it just like, when I just started putting that stuff out there and I just started really, it it just, it just came and it just came together and it just worked, I guess. You know, I guess a lot of people, like I was thinking, were feeling the same way that I was thinking too. Totally. I think that, and you're very good with uh, words. I think that you're very good at expressing yourself, especially in your captions um, on Instagram. Like you're so able to just like say what you're exactly thinking and for somebody reading it to feel a connection to that. So I, I think you've been doing a fantastic job. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes I'm just like, my mind goes faster than I can talk. <laughs> so it's good that um, you find, you know, that I, I'm good with my words. <laughs> you are definitely. Okay. So for anybody that's listening, 
what mm-hmm. you're saying to them is to basically talk about whatever it is that they're going through, get professional help at the first sign and accept the fact that you're going through what you're going through that you mentioned, which I'm going to link everything for anybody who's listening. I'm going to link everything that she's mentioned as well as her links in the blog um, post for this episode, which you can see on my website, deepbara.com. I What I want to know is going forward now, what more can we see from you? Oh my God. I, I have, oh my God, so many, so many different things um, that I'm, that I'm, that I want to work on, that I am working on. You know, I, I definitely want to work with people one-on-one in terms of coaching. So awesome. I work with people a lot, but I really just kind of want to take it to the next level in terms of image and confidence coaching. Mm-hmm. Very much similar in terms of how we look on the outside directly impacts us on the inside and how do yeah. we bridge that gap and, and, you know, really transforming ourselves from the inside out and really just equipping you with the confidence tools and, and the self-development tools that are going to help you achieve all the goals that, that you've set out for yourself. So um, that's something that I really want to do. Um, I mean, COVID-19 definitely put a damper on things. But, <laughs> on everyone, um, for everyone. On yeah. everyone. Yeah. But I definitely wanted to, um, I have some workshops that um, I want to start doing for, for women around the world. Um, I'm working on a podcast right now as well. And um, super excited. But one day I, I want to have a documentary. So look out for that. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I love everything that you're about to do. Um, the, the coaching is, that's so needed, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think when I was going through um, everything, the therapist was great. and But I think, um, you know, just in, in every position in life, right? Like women, especially we go through so much in our bodies, right? Like for example, when I went through my thyroid cancer, um, your thyroid is your master gland, right? It it regulates all of your hormones. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that gland, um, you're looking all different sorts of ways, right? So you're going through a whole lot of, um, different things in your body. And actually, you know, kind of going back to your question about like why I wanted to talk about body positivity, it's because I had struggled with it all my life, but also dealing with thyroid cancer, um, it's been an up and down roller coaster ride with my own body. Um, I can gain 30 pounds in a month and it takes me two years to lose even five pounds. You know, there's so many other things that came around with, uh, along with it. And just knowing women in my life who, you know, do everything right uh, in terms of diet and exercise, quote unquote, and they, they're taking care of themselves physically, but because they deal with hormonal imbalances or any other um, issues health-wise, they get coined as being lazy or they get, uh, you know, labeled as not taking care of themselves or they're dirty and things like that. And it's like, no, like us women go through so much. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like our health and our, our physicality, it plays such a huge role in it. And um, I, I think we need to just, just just do a better job of normalizing this idea of accepting ourselves as is. And I think that was also a huge part of it, but it was super subconscious for me. Yeah. Um, but as I was talking to you more and more, it, it came to me that that's definitely one of the reasons about it. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, it's true, like hormonal imbalances, especially in this day and age with all the stuff that's in our food, that's in the air, that's in the water. It's just, it can really affect you. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I'm really excited for you and all that you're about to do. I think that it's so needed and I think that you're going to do amazing with it, especially for somebody that's gone through all of it. You are in a much better place to, to be able to help other people. And 
And I think like having actual supplying people with actual tools that they can use, you know, and like, cause I'm sure people have heard other episodes where it's like, you know, I've shared the fact that I've gone through um, a lot yeah. of um, mental health help as well. And it wasn't until I actually found a therapist that gave me tools to use that I was able mm-hmm. to help myself. So I'm really excited that you're going to be doing this and helping other people with what they're going yeah, through. Yeah. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited too. I think, I think it's, it's needed, you know, it's the, the, the mental, the mental tools and the, the help that we get from a professional is, is needed. Um, and is super necessary, but I think it's just kind of like putting together all these different pieces in our lives and, and bridging the gap with that. I think, um, I think I definitely needed that at one point too, and really start looking at myself, um, in a positive way. And, you know, one thing that I always say is just kind of when, when you put on, um, you know, some makeup and do your hair nice and put on a nice outfit, you're like, your, your attitude and how you step out into the world completely changes, right? Your confidence just goes through the roof. And I'm a big, big believer of that. Um, and that's why when, um, even just getting on a, on this podcast, I did my makeup for it because I wanted to feel good about myself and I wanted to be able to present myself, you know, in my most authentic way and not really hold back from that. And I, and I want to, I want to help people really break through that because I think we're all meant to do something amazing with our lives, but a lot of us hold ourselves back because of all of this internal chatter that we have with ourselves that really just brings us down. So I want to help people with the external and with the um, internal transformations. And they're very much connected. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your message with everyone. Um, Can you let everyone uh, know where to follow you? Like what you drop your... Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Nehalmera on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook under Nehalmera. Um, and also if you want to check me out on nehomera.com, um, I'll be there as well. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.